This is Gutterball. The Lebowski Deepcast. It does kind of remind me of like the line art of Picasso. In each episode, Brad and Adam discuss a single minute of The Big Lebowski. Why don't we keep the whole million? Providing insight. This reminds me of uh, Walmart.horse. Commentary. Don't puff your chest out all hot saucily. And conjecture. The Supreme Court has <laughs> roundly rejected prior <laughs> restraint. <laughs> Gutterball. We're all out of sorts. We are. Well, you're in a weird, beachy location. All is insanity. I bet. I, uh, yeah. I mean, that would have been something if we did this, counted it down, did a whole episode, and I never actually hit record. <sighs> well, it could have just been a one-sided episode. Right. Just hear my end of it. <laughs> Your end of everything. It would have been quite a, uh, yeah. Well, little surreal. Surreal. Conceptual episode. Yeah. We're, See, there we go. That. We can, that, there, there, you know, we should start doing that. We can, you know, after we get done with the movie, we're talking about what to do. We have some of these zany ideas. Here's another one for the list, right? Let's, let's, let's put it towards the top. Yeah, one-sided podcast. Well, right. what we can do is we'll record both sides. But release them separately. Release them separately. <laughs> you, your side can go first. <laughs> Then the next week they can hear my side of the conversation and have to work with their memory and their mind to kind of put it together. And everyone will kind of do it in their own unique way. It'll be really cool. Some enterprising individual will, you know, sync them up a la Wizard of Oz and Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Know? And it's like, oh, you could sync up anything. Right. It doesn't mean anything. We'll play little tricks on them, though. So maybe like. It'll seem like it's synced up at first, but maybe we'll cut some out, like cut out 10 seconds here or there, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like very subtly, so you won't really notice it, and all of a sudden, like, the conversation makes less sense than normal. That alone would be a feat. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> yes, I'm in a beachy location. Yeah, I can practically hear the waves crashing behind you. At I least should, in my imagination. I should open the door a little bit. Oh, can you do that? Can we hear a little bit of the I ocean? Can, I can try. Let's I see what happens. You're mostly going to hear crickets. Here, hang on. The door's open. Yeah, I hear I nothing. It. Hear nothing. Oh, well. I'm coming back. It was it was it was a worthy attempt though. I tried it to take us all. It's mostly well the door is facing away from the ocean too, so yeah, lots of lots, lots of obstacles. A lots lot of, of ins and outs. outs. What have you? Right, but yeah, I'm at the beach. Um it feels like about 17 years ago the last time I did this at the beach. When in reality, it was maybe I think it was two years ago. Two years ago? I don't think I recorded it. I didn't record at the beach last year. I think I was too drunk, and I just gave up. I remember we recorded at the beach. Well, was that when Steven was on as a guest? That, that was two years ago, yeah. Right, yeah. I remember I recorded from the beach once. Right. I know at least once. I was trying to think it was twice. I think it might have just been once. I think it was once. It was once for me also up until this point. But and then we were like, fuck that. But no, now man. we're no. got, now we're less amateurish. Right. We're rolling now. Dude, man. There's been yeah, we're here. You we're can't throwing you can't, rocks. Exactly. 
Beach or no beach, you gutter freaks are getting an episode out of us. You know it, baby. The gutter dolls do not take a vacation, even so on a vacation. Did, where did that come from, the gutter dolls? Like, did we ever say that in an episode? God only knows. I know Joe B said it in an email. I think he just said it. I and give so him full it all credit. Comes from Joe B, then I believe. Okay. I was almost. I was trying to convince gutter boobs to come on. Finally, <laughs> but I think she's well. Her and my wife. You might know her. Her name is Leslie. Are downstairs. I'm commandeering the whole top floor right now. Okay. With this. Well, so, you need a whole floor to contain I and to not sp- contaminate sonically our podcaster. <laughs> yeah, you got to spread out, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I need the space. I need the uh, the waves, the, the the stew juice, the stew waves. See, I see one down there moving around. But anyway, my wife and gutter boobs are down there probably, you know, grabbing each other's tits and flashing the boobs of justice around for all I know. But hey, I'm up here with you. That's cool. Who needs to see boobs when you could be here talking to you? Uh, that's that's what I often say to many people I know. <laughs> you don't need to see boobs. Just talk to me. <laughs> you don't need boobs. I am a boob. Oh, Jesus. Well, yeah, I'm at the beach, though. I'm on vacation, but it would not stop me. I refuse to let it stop me. But you don't, Brad, you don't know the half of it, though. <sighs> we're getting our floors redone while we're on vacation. Oh. So... I so had, is, is this phase two of the floors we've done, or did it just not happen last time? It didn't happen last time. There okay. was too much going on, so we thought this would be an even better idea. I had two big projects to get finished, and we're going on vacation. So why don't we m- basically move out of our house, you know, the night before and the morning of leaving for vacation? It'll make vacation all the more sweet once we get there. Right, I'm just now, that was one, two, that was three days ago that we left, and I'm just now settling in, because yeah. Yeah, it's like you're moving out of your house. Well, I think that's true of any vacation. You need the third day to settle in. Yeah, could be. Fuck all these one-week vacations. One-week vacations. It takes three whole days just to start to settle in. Two you only weeks. Get half, right, you only get half a vacation then. Exactly. Gotta go two weeks. But, you know, we just keep working in Merca, Brad. We do. We do not take the dude's advice. That's why we fucking love this movie so much. That's why he's out there. Taking it easy for the Taking. rest of us sinners, man. Exactly. But anyways, we moved out of our whole house, essentially, because you're doing the floors. Nothing can remain. I should send you, uh, I should send you a picture of, like, we have this, like, sun porch area which is a total hellhole normally but that's where like 90 percent of the shit ended up and it's like oh you get to that point i'm sure we've talked about this before but it's like okay you know we had to be out of there saturday mornings we're leaving for vacation and they're coming saturday at like nine o'clock to start so it's like Thursday, and you've been doing stuff, and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. You're looking around, it's like, hey, we're doing pretty good. We're pretty much done, you know, except for, like, the credenza and the couches and the lamp. And 
obviously the couple of end tables there. But yeah, pretty much we're done. Like we've done a lot. And then Friday, it's 10 o'clock at night. It's like, okay, uh, I'm not sure what I've done, but we're slightly more done than we were. We've got to be done now. And then you reach that point where it's like, okay, I'm grabbing this tennis ball that's over there in the corner, and I'm going to walk it out into the sun porch and place it somewhere, any fucking where, just to get it out of there. Right. Then you walk back in. What do I see now that I need to remove? There's a toothbrush over there by the bed. Okay, let's pick that up, walk it out into the sun porch, drop it on the floor. Now that's not there anymore. And like taking closet doors off. And then there's the little runner where the little wheels go into the slot on the floor, which are nailed in. And it's like, fuck, I forgot to do that. So it's yeah. Saturday morning. You know, just all It's, I know, I know it all too well. And we uh, got. You're definitely uh, triggering my post traumatic stress right now. And oh, we God. Had, yes. You know, we got Wilson to deal with. We got Bunny Lebowski to deal with. The two cats to deal with. So they're all downstairs staying with my mommy. And so we got to move all of them down there. So but we finally fucking did it. And it's, we wanted to leave at 7 a.m., which I knew would be 8 a.m., really. But that's fine. You, you're an hour off. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's up, A-bomb? And uh, it really was like 8.30. And then, you know, a couple more little pieces of bullshit. It's like 8.40. Well, 8.30, somewhere in there. So we're an hour and a half behind schedule. You know how the traffic is going north to sit. But if you actually left at around 8.30 or 8.40, that's pretty amazing. It was, I mean, I was like drenched in sweat. I thought you were going to say like, we thought we'd leave at 8. Here it was, 1 (laughs) p.m. There's still a few more things left. Like that that is what has happened to me. That's awful. But no, we were good, you know. I stayed up till like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. One year, we got to the Outer Banks an entire day late. Oh, don't say it. Due to all the, like, shenanigans. Well, you talk about shenanigans, so we finally sit down. It's like, let's sit on our couches in our empty home just for, like, one minute. Just to sit. Just me and Leslie, just we're gonna sit down. Mm-hmm. Jules is already in the car. She's sitting in the car. Sit and just look around at the emptiness, and take a little breather. And I just we hear downstairs. We hear this like screaming and yelling. No, no, bad dog, <laughs> bad dog. That's no. when you run to the car as fast as you can and get out of there. You know, well, it's it's not like that's that uncommon an occurrence in our home. So at first it's like, okay, whatever. You know, Wilson's over 100 pounds. He's a big, it's not like Mojo, but he's pretty damn big. Yeah. And he's frantic. Mojo's not frantic, at least. No, no. And uh, so he's got that one and Bunny Lebowski down there and the two damn cats. So it's, you know, it's a fucking circus, but just, no, it just kept going on and on. Bad. Duck. No! It's my mom down there screaming her face off. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go down and see what happened. 
what's going on? And I, <laughs> I walk in, and Wilson's there. He's kind of like not taking it too seriously, but he had come in to her living room. And now my mom, you might know her. Her name's Gigi, but uh, or Christine, as you might know her. She had all the couches covered. Because one of our cats used to pee. He's gotten over it. So she put plastic in all the couches and then blankets on the plastic. She took up all the rugs. Like, was very careful. Didn't want anything soiled. Yes. The fear of soilment. The fear of soilment. I think you have, like, a a lifetime limit. Of? Of when, of things being soiled. And then you just run out of soil tickets. (laughs) And you can no longer tolerate it. Or some people, it's like aging in reverse, like Benjamin Button. Like, as you go on, they become more and more tolerant of it. It can work one way or the other. I yeah. personally am running out of soil tickets. Which means you'll just submit to the soilment? No, no. It means the I will other eventually way. have, like, a house that's nothing but, um, you know, white, gleaming surfaces with, like, nothing, no clutter. No, nothing that could ever possibly cause soil mint. Leave your shoes outside. Because I know they're going to have some level of fecal matter involved. I know that's a beautiful thing to say, Brad, but I <laughs> I don't see that ever happening. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Creep Show? Oh, the I movie saw Creep Show. Creep Show. I think I've only seen Creep Show too. There's a great vignette in. I, I'm pretty sure it's the original Creep Show. It's called. <laughs> it's called Death by Roaches. Okay, no, I don't know this one. And this man was very similar to what you're describing as your future self. He lives in an apartment, I guess, or a home by himself, but it's just like white walls, pure, pristine floors, no dirt. You know, it's just pure and white and just, like, clean. Well, I don't want to ruin it. Well, it's 1982 this came out. Does it really matter? Go for it. He finds a roach. He's got the spray out. He's just, like, out of control about it. Oh, fucking roach in my pure like walled off house and then uh oh jesus now i'm looking extreme roach infestation hoarding buried alive i'm not looking at that thanks but anyway that's what it eventually like his whole like sealed off house becomes completely filled with roaches and he drowns in them which is awful but that's what i imagine you becoming just a a, a drowned in roaches a recluse as so, a poetic justice for my uh for your to keep things clean <laughs> obsessive cleanliness yeah it's gonna come back to get you it so, usually does any wilson goes down there and i just screaming and yelling i go in he's over there he's not really minding but he had come in he's a large dog mm-hmm. he has he has gallons of urine and he had come into the living room and just like like on the way through, just lifted his leg and just like sprayed, just like not even sprayed, just urinated all over the wall, over these little bird houses on the carpet, on oh, fucking Bunny Lebowski. Like yeah. she is gray and white, and all of the white parts of her fur were yellow. 
and it was like I walked into a hellstorm. Oh, my God. Oh, it's my like, God. Why the fuck didn't we just walk out to the car and leave? That's what I was saying. That's what I would have done. Uh, so it's like, oh, uh, it's just like a urine circus in there. And Bunny's charging around because she only weighs 12 pounds. She's like a little fucking marmot. Urine every fucking where. So now, like, Leslie's in the tub washing the animal. We're like wiping off fucking birdhouses. I am saying stern, stern words and pointing at Wilson and getting in his face and shoving him on the ground. Like, what the fuck? So after all of that hellaciousness of like moving out of the first floor Mm -hmm. and like within seconds of leaving that fucking happens we get in the car finally after like bathing bunny lebowski and like (sighs) turn on the gps and what is normally like a four to five hour drive it says shit that's right it says seven hours yeah it's like oh fuck because, you know, that extra hour will cost you two to three. Yes. But we're here now. There you are. You know, and for whatever reason, I never really internalized. Like, yes, you're so much closer than yeah, I am. It's not bad. Like, That's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. Like, it's a bit of, it's a bit of a grind. It is from up to, there. To get from up here <sighs> to down there. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of a grind. You got to be strapped in for a few, the whole day breakfast, right. lunch, and dinner scenario. Yeah, you lose the whole day. We mm-hmm. can normally leave early and get there like before lunch. It's like, hey, we and you basically have a whole day because you don't get up till noon anyway. Sometimes on vacation, so yeah. it's like no, got the whole very day. True, but no, we just lost it. Ugh, this <laughs> fucking worst. But the floors are looking good. At least, hopefully they will when you get back. Yeah, we got some pictures. GG. Oh, there were some pictures. Okay, good. It's not good. That's good. I feel better. It's not going to be one of these situations where you get back and like they didn't actually happen. Right. They didn't show up. They were like, oh, we thought that was, uh, you know, September 18th that that was supposed to happen or whatever. Yeah. Right. No, they're, they're looking all right. Uh, that'll be nice that's good a bit of a it was all worth it at the end yeah the old floors were like when we moved into the house they had pergo over everything pergo and carpet over these beautiful hardwood floors but since they didn't give a shit since they were going to cover all of the floors anyway like they fucking put pergo like fake wood over real wood first of all and they put ridiculous ridiculous and they put carpet on the real wood but they just stapled the that little mat that like foam mat that goes underneath right. the carpet they just stapled it right into the wood you know bam sure. bam bam we spent the first month and a half two months we lived in that house just pulling staples out of the I did wood. the same thing you know with that what first house about. that I lived in awfulness same thing i was pulling out those staples forever those damn staples years later you like find one you yeah. missed but we like, still Fuck. find them yeah. Yep. still find that shit but then also like they just since they were repainting all the walls and shit they didn't put anything down 
they just slapped it all on it. It's just like 20 year old paint on the floor that just won't come up. And like, maybe they sealed over it once. So it's like our floors are just slathered in paint, like paint splatters and like staple holes and they're dull and shit. So anyway, it's going to be nice. Yeah. Sounds nice. Yep. Wisconsin, Brad. Yeah. Wisconsin. The hell is in Wisconsin? Um, Madison is there. Oh, that's true. Madison, Wisconsin. It's a nice town. I hear it's nice this time of year. Well, it was pretty effing hot and humid this time of year, at least when I was there. I was there last week. Wait, last week? Yeah, last week for a couple of days. It's hot and humid down here, too. Yeah. Uh, And then, uh, not that I saw this there, but I will say, Wisconsin is also home to House on the Rock. Our much ballyhooed destination that we've talked about on this podcast in the oh, past. Oh boy, that's right. So, yeah. So Wisconsin has a couple things. Yeah, but I was there for the good old uh, quarterly meeting. Quarter <laughs> it was fun. Quarterly meeting, huh? Quarterly meeting. <laughs> yep. Did you do some meeting with with people? Uh did you meet a little bit? Since this is being recorded, I will say. Yes, I did. Yeah. Sure, I met people. I'm not being too specific. You you definitely met some people. I've definitely met some people. You interacted with some people. Lots of people. Yeah, that's a meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a meeting. Yep. So hey, Most of yeah. that is about networking and socializing and keeping up relationships, man. Yep. Yeah, and it was uh yeah, no, it was good. It was it was a good little trip. Good to get out of Dodge for a while. So, and that's coming hot on the heels of uh your northern trip. Northern trip, and I already have two other trips scheduled coming up in the next couple of weeks. Next week we're going to have to record a bunch to get on the burner, I think. Oh boy. All right. Hey, I'm into it. I'm my, I'm in my traveling uh traveling mode, man. Yeah, you really are. Mm-hmm. You're out of control. I'm just finally doing it. I'm just living. Get busy living or get busy dying, right? That's what they say. So they tell me. Taking it to heart. Good for you. I'm going to be seeing stuff. I'm going to be going places. Not leaving the country, but... <laughs> Not, I'm building up to it, all right? All right. <laughs> Not gotta... even really le- leaving, going past the central time zone, but... Right. Not going past the uh, mighty Mississippi. Not the yet. Mighty, the mighty Mississippi. Building up to it. The There's so much miss. to see right here. The old man. Yes, there is. That's... I could probably get maybe six trips out of that before I have to go beyond. So I've just done four now. I have the two I just did and then two others on the docket. So Sweet. Sweet, 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 sweet. So how many will we have to do? Well, it doesn't matter. We don't. We'll need figure to. it out. We'll figure that shit out. Um, revisits, uh, shoutouts. What do you want? Um, well, are you on the good internet? I'm on the good internet. Okay. Am I breaking up? No, no, no. You're good. You're solid. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm on the good internet. We can. Well, do we have shoutouts? Let's do a shoutout. All right, let's do a shoutout. Um. Oh, you know, we need to do a sh- definitely need to do this shoutout. Um, our buddy Trash Boat. Yes. We were very remiss here. Um, where am I? 
I need to bring it up. Stand by. Stand by, Brad. All right, I'm standing by. Red five. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you, I, you know, I'm not very vigilant in uh, checking my, well, anything right now. Sure. I'm drinking a lot of beer, and I'm sure. sun drunk and beer drunk. Uh, the whole sun drunk beer drunk combo is just so flipping great. It's great, you know? man. It really is. So why well, um, can't access? It's not. It's here. I'll access it up. I'm out of my element. It's not coming on for me. Oh, here we are again. We're gonna have to really uh, edit some of this shit out. Nah, it's 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 all all natural, man. Except I don't fucking. It gets okay, so goddamn I've got confusing. It. Okay, all right. Okay, so Trash Boat, I have it here. All right. Basically, and I think we talked about... Well, Trash Boat... We... We we talked about Trash Boat originally mm-hmm. on the show, right? Yeah, I think we've talked about Trash Boat. Yeah, because his band God Bite... Yeah. ...wanted to use an excerpt from the Aquatic Monkey Boy episode... Mm-hmm. Which you grace graciously granted him permission to do, and I can't wait. And that album is coming out on October sixteenth, fifteenth. Sorry, October fifteenth. It's just a month and a half, more or less. Uh, Maybe a I, little bit more than a little bit less, but yeah, I've been dying to hear this. We've been waiting so long for this. I'm sure they feel the same way, but I can't fucking wait. So anyway. We had a little back and forth with Trashbo, and he sent us a link to a video on Cracked. And I did watch it at the time, but we never got back to him about it. Um, and we probably should. It's right. long overdue. So this video on Cracked is comparing the Big Lebowski to Alice in Wonderland. Uh, <sighs> It's too much to get into, I think, right now. We may but have to do our whole separate podcast just about that video. We might. I'll say and by podcast, I don't mean an episode. I mean a whole series. Yeah, a series, obviously. <laughs> the one thing we don't do is go halfway. So, but what's weird is, Brad, the Johnny Depp Alice in Wonderland, which I'd never yeah. seen. I, I got- have seen it. I got up this morning. I don't know why, but I have seen it. And this house that we're in has a big stack of DVDs. And the girls had put in Alice in Wonderland this morning. The Johnny Depp one. The Johnny Depp one. You know, they just announced there's a sequel to that. That's crazy. I think that's a little crazy. I agree. Because what what little I saw of it today, I don't think it was sequel worthy, but... Definitely not. It's just weird that... Then today we get this message from Trashboat reminding us that he had sent this uh, Alice in Wonderland Lebowski comparison. And then today, for the first time, I saw a little bit of Alice in Wonderland, which I had never Mm -hmm. seen. And I love, so Trashboat is currently, because he, you know, he's busy working on the album. He hasn't been able to keep up. Right. Which totally understandable. Oh, of course. So he says he's like somewhere in like the like 52, I think he said. 53. 53. Barely on 53. So. Barely on 53. So 
he has a hundred or fifty some episodes to get here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be able to hear this shout out. Perhaps a year after his album has really been released. Year, year and a half or so, sometime in late twenty sixteen, he'll get this. He's he says he's furiously listening at two yeah. X speed. So So maybe he'll get there a little sooner than that. Maybe in like nine months he can get here. Yeah, around the holiday season. Uh, you know, this podcast I like it's a lot like kind of interstellar communication. The Easter holiday days. that is. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> It's inter yeah. It's it, is. it stays faithful to that idea. None of this like, you know, punky science fiction mumbo jumbo, like, oh, so we can you know, just to make it kind of palatable. We eschew that that bullshit of immediacy. Yeah, no, this is this is a long term. This is like we're talking to the Alpha Centurions here. Right. We're gonna send out a message and we're not gonna get a response back for couple years that's okay we might we maybe did by the time they respond to us this is a multi-generational conversation our grandchildren might receive the next communication and i'm okay with that completely fine we just need to find some grandchildren to carry the torch our listener on his deathbed will be like Son, please continue. I'm on episode 73. Go to your fortress of solitude. Carry on. Remove the SD card from the Tascam recorder. The fuck is an SD card? It's all mind flashes now. Shit! It's locked away in ancient technology! They'll have to reverse engineer that. Right. They'll have to encode it onto a pigeon. <laughs> two inches or otherwise? Either two inches or otherwise, I would say. Just tie a little note around its teeny adorable little an- an- anklet. Yeah. And let it fly away. I don't think they can fly in space. Man. So that's our shout out the trash boat. Well, there's more. Do we want more? Is there more? Lay it on me. Well, um, our buddy Jack. Oh, send Jack. us another message too, Jackie yes. Jack. Jack, and but he actually has love something. Jack, I love Jack. Jack is our buddy. Well, he's got a question about this scene, but not this minute. Oh, this is his scene about the his question about the uh, pump and blood, pump and blood. So okay, maybe we should save it. Should we save it then? Here's what I want to do. Let's give a shout out to Jack. Thank Let's you, save Jack. His question. We're saving. We're, we're gonna. We just want to let you know, Jack. We got it. We got. And that. I think t- maybe two episodes from now. I haven't quite counted two, maybe three. I th- we'll think get to this question of pump and blood for you. I actually keep watched... listening, Jack. Yes, please do. We we're love getting you, there, Jack. We love you. I think it's two episodes. I watched. I kind of got hooked in when I was watching this minute, right. and I did watch up until that, and I didn't well, that, watch that, too far. So that's well, that'll happen when you're drunk, drunk, and sun drunk. Yes, yes, it will. Yes, it will. And when you only have five minutes to prepare for your podcast, but there is one more, and this is not. This came um, from Gutterballs.tv. 
from the website. You can comment. If you go there, you can comment on actual episodes, just like in the comments thread. And this was from Cliff. Cliff Alexander. Now, from what I gather, Cliff has just started out because um, he is questioning the dude's allegiance to Ralph's the grocery store. Okay. So he says, just a consideration, maybe. And this is like three years ago now, so I'm trying to... So he left a comment on like an episode from three years ago? Yes. Okay. I think he's just started listening recently, so... That's good, again. Yeah, absolutely. Through time and space. Right. This podcast transcends all that. He's talking to the future, we're talking... Started episode one. ...to the past, and... You know, neither time nor space. I might go back. I might go back and start listening in episode one. So then I can start, uh, you know, re-bringing up points from back then. I'll discover all of the questions we left unanswered or all of the conversational threads that we just lost, which there are many. Our stupid, stupid selves from three years ago. I know. We We were, were so stupid back then. We were we were horrible. Almost as stupid as we are now to our three year future selves, but maybe not quite. I don't know who's more stupid, us from from three years ago or us from now to our three year future selves. I think who's more stupid. I think us from now to our three year from now future selves. Yeah, us now, right? Is more we're more, more stupid. stupid. Yes, yes. But are we less stupid because we realize that? Or is it, oh, we've... Mm-hmm. Or now that we realize it, maybe we're not that stupid. No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe. But no, I think that's just... No, we're horrible now. Anyway, he... He, he says, you guys are going at the dude's president and Ralph's based on the assumption that it was strictly convenience. I don't know if that's true, but again, it was three years ago. I yeah, seem to think well, I don't like, remember what we said. Who the fuck knows, man? <laughs> Just the first story came across as he was looking for half and half. Maybe we floated that out there. I don't know. But he says, but I'm not so sure, especially when you consider that when Donnie died, Walt asked the funeral. Walt? Walt? I've never called Walter Walt before, I don't think. I've said Walt Rodica. Walt asked the funeral home fellow where the closest Ralph's was in order to find a proper transmission receptacle. So there is some actual attachment there, don't you think? But, now this is in all caps, most importantly is when the dude himself was being shaken down by the chief of police of Malibu after the Jackie Treehorn incident, he had a Ralph's Club membership card in his wallet as his only ID. So I completely believe he was there on purpose, specifically because it was Ralph's, and he likely would have passed up all those other stores that you're assuming he would have been just as likely to shop at. What do you think? Uh, yes. (laughs) Gotta say yes. Yes. We're disagreeing. I'm assuming we're disagreeing with our three-year-old, three-year-ago selves. I don't I don't even know that asshole anymore, you know? He was an idiot. The weird thing is, you think that, right? Like, you think, like, oh, yes, I'm a being that has this continuous life. But really, like, those people from back then are gone. Gone, Brad. They're they're gone. It's so weird. Tears and rain. Where did they go? I don't know. They're just gone. 
But they're not gone. That's the thing. They're not gone. They're not you anymore, certainly, but they're not gone. They're tears and rain. They're still a part of the consciousness stew. Because yeah. here we are talking about them. It's like, like oh, it's like waves. That's how I always think about it. Or wind. Where does it come from? Where does right. it go? Like when a wave starts, when there's a wave on the ocean, this is very apropos to where you are, right? Tomorrow, go look yeah. at the waves and think about this. As a wave forms and crests and then kind of starts to crash down, is it, you think it's thinking like, oh, I'm a wave and now this is like the end of me. Or where this is where I begin. So no, like there's no beginning or end or like, it's all just the ocean. It's all just the ocean. It's all just the universe. It's all just Brad. And there's different waves of me coming and crashing. They're gone. Those waves are gone, but it doesn't matter because it's all my, my own waves. Right. Because the energy and the matter that constituted those waves has not disappeared, you know? Not it's, to mention the psychic energy. Well, energy, psychic or otherwise, cannot be created or destroyed. So they say. So they say. That gives us some hope, I guess. <sighs> Cliff, yes, you're right. And if those assholes from three years ago said that he just stopped at whatever store, they were wrong. And they're fucking idiots. Thank you for your comment. Please keep listening. That wasn't his only comment. He's been commenting here and there. I try to respond. I don't want to do them all here. Sometimes I just do it on the uh, old gutterballs.tv. Yep. You know, you want to get involved more? Go there. Check did it I out. Ju- did I just pimp the shit? You just pimped the shit. That was good. You worked it right in. I loved it. Right. Check it out. Gutterballs.tv. It's all there. All the episodes. Subscribe on iTunes. Use the contact link. Send us a note. Send Leave a, a comment on the episode. Clearly, we read them. We don't have much better else to do. No. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr. It's all there. All the good shit is there. Gutterballs.tv. Come on over. It's pretty easy to remember. That's the name of... The, wait, is that the name? Yes, that's the name of this podcast is Gutterballs. Gutterballs. Now, don't look for Gutterballs on Twitter because... That's no, not. no, no, no. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> that would be ridiculous for us to have uh, the same podcast title, domain name, and social media handles. Come on. Or email. Don't send an email to gutterballs at gmail.com. It won't get there. It, well, it no. might get there. It won't get to us. Right. You send it to guttercast, it might get to us. Such there, did I, sufficient, did I sufficiently confuse the issue i hope you did i I hope hope you did we don't want people talking to us come on so do we got revisits tons too many to count we do i do i don't know what any of them mean except one (laughs) i was wondering i'm looking at them i don't know how did i get to boston how did you well okay there's one when when was i in boston i don't know (laughs) were you in boston i don't think so all right well sometimes you gotta chalk one up as a loss <laughs> what is for instance what does quaker steak and lube mean i have no idea In you the, wrote it I, granted did I? I did eat at a quaker steak and lube not too long ago i'm embarrassed to say how was it it was the quaker steak and lube in uh buckhorn yeah how was it um 
Did you, you know, get, it actually wasn't too bad. Did you get steak or lube? I or, got or both? the I got the lube, extra lube. Nice. And that was good. Is that alcohol was it, lube? Was, no, it was uh, like social lube. No, it was it was just lube. Oh, you squeeze it into your mouth. It has it has protein, carbs, sugar. It's all in there. It's pretty good. It's like soylent. There's a little capsaicin. Wow, give it a no. kick. Oh, we like that. The the what is it? The Scoville heat units. Yep. Yeah, you could get the Scoville heat units. They just gave you some units in like the, a little well, saucer. You could get the different lubes had different uh, Scoville heat unit. Ratings. What? How many units did you get? I don't. I want to say eleven hundred. Oh, that's nothing. It was nothing. Well, looking at the little chart, it's like a jalapeno. Where it was, like that seemed like it would be pretty spicy, but like not, not killer spicy. But when I got it, I was like, yeah, I expected this to be a little spicier. Right. It's all relative, Brad. It is relative. Um. Can you tell your stick slash Dennis DeYoung walks into a bar joke? Didn't I say that last? I don't know. I just wrote it people. down. I just have it there. I don't. This is what I'm saying. I, I mean, Dennis DeYoung walks into a Dennis DeYoung walks into a bar and pulls out a tiny piano and a six inch pianist. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, no, I don't know. I can't tell that one. It'd be indecent. Don't tell that. He suffers from light sensitivity, Brad. The man's been through enough, don't you think? You're so, so insensitive to his sensitivity. I don't know if I'm comfortable <laughs> I with You're that. You're talking about his tiny penis. No, I wasn't talking about his penis. What are you talking about? You just said he pulled out his penis. No, he pulls out a tiny piano and a six-inch pianist. <laughs> I think that's all the revisits I have. All right. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Play this shit. 40. Look at that. Uh, Spax is right on the money. It's 43 minutes. Wh- wh- which money did Spax put down on this? He's always like, it's right in the 40 to 45 minute range where we actually get around to. Yeah. Like playing them. I think he's, he's an astute. Uh, he's he's just. Well, he's astute, all right. He's an a, astute student. What a How astute. astute. That dude's such a astute. Spax, you're astute. <laughs> it's like, astute. What a astute. Say it once. What a astute. Spax the stute. Stute Spax. All right, here we go. Without a hostage, there is no ransom. That's what ransom is. Those are the fucking rules. His girlfriend gave up her tool. She thought we'd be getting million dollars. It's not fair. Fair? Who's a fucking nihilist around here, you bunch of fucking crybabies? So cool that Walter... Hey, look, pal, there never was any money. The big Lebowski gave me an empty briefcase, so take it up with him, man. And I would like my undies back. Is this guy's gonna hurt us, Walter? No, Donnie. These men are cowards. Okay. So we take some money, you have one, you uh, we call Shadifa. <laughs> Fuck no. you. Hey, no, come on, Walter. Come on, we're ending this thing cheap, man. 
No, what's mine is mine. Oh, come on, Walter. All punished, huh? All right, all right. Uh, all I got uh, four bucks, almost five. I, I got $18. What's mine is mine. We fuck you up, man. We taste the money. Come and get it. What's mine is mine. What's mine is mine. He repeats it. He repeats that, and the nihilists repeat, no funny stuff. Right, no fun. They're kind of like almost like soothingly repeating that Mm -hmm. in the background. (laughs) No funny stuff. Which they had no funny business, I think. Did they have no funny business or no funny stuff on the ransom note? No funny stuff, I think. Was it no funny stuff? Oh, shit, I don't know. We have to go back and look. God damn. Damn it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Jesus. You said it, man. Where's this thing? So, yeah. Yeah, span some time while I look it up. Well, I like... No um, funny stuff. It is funny stuff. Sorry. There you go. No funny stuff. Yep. Oh, funny stuff. It's like they glommed on to this one like English phrase, and they're going to keep using it. They think it, like, gives them some cred or something. Makes them seem less foreign. Fair! <laughs> Who are the nihilists around here? Are you fucking crybabies? He's got I it. like that a line a lot. Me too. Me too. It really ties it all together. You know what else I like that kind of ties it all together is that this is the scene, and this is the minute in particular, that... <laughs> Walter acts very fatherly, or big brotherly, maybe, to Donnie. Right. It's the mm-hmm. one minute where he's, like, or the one scene, I guess I should say, he's where still, he's yeah. not being a dick. Well, he still is treating him like a child. He is, but kindly. He's just treating him like a child, like he would be kind to a child, not like he would be a dick to a child. Right. Because you're a dick to your kids sometimes, but you're also, like, you love them, and you're kind to them sometimes. Sometimes you can't, like, take especially it anymore, and they frustrate the, you. Yeah, but especially in the face of, like, danger like this, right? You'd want right. to be comforting. This is one of those, like, big moments, you know? But Walter mm-hmm. is that kind of guy who's okay in the big moment, and it's just all the little moments that she just can't fucking stand. You know, but a big moment comes around, and he's like, yeah. this is my time. No, spot on. Or or even just, I think, how a lot of us would be. Like, and that's the, the ironic thing. Like, you know, tiny, all these tiny inconveniences or annoyances, like, drive us crazy up a wall. But then, when there's actually something really serious, right, that kind of snaps us back into reality of being like, well, you know, okay. Well, being like, don't sweat the small stuff, you dick, you know? Right. And that's exactly, but that's exactly what we all do. I know. Well, I think some people don't. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but I think some people don't. I think some people don't sweat any of the small stuff, but when the big shit rolls around, they completely lose it. Like really? that's what, that's I Yeah, I think that's part of what panic is. It's Maybe. losing your fucking mind when, like, the shit hits the fan. It's not like you don't have to be a hero or anything, but it's just, like, keeping yeah, a level a head. Because what's a hero? Just It's just being the person for the time and place. And not, yeah. you know, waving the fucking gun around, you know? Being a little calmer than 
everybody else's. Alex Trebek and Jeopardy talk? The fuck is that? We did talk about Alex Trebek and Jeopardy. Did we talk about Alex Trebek being in that episode of X-Files? No. Ah, But he was. Was it the episode or the movie? I guess it was an episode, wasn't it? No, it was an episode. Roswell. Roswell. (laughs) (laughs) And now now I look like the crazy one. They're getting that conspiracy theorist and they're arresting him or taking him away to disappear him. And then when I tell the story, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, Alex Trebek came and and took me away. And then they're going to think I'm crazy. But it really is you. And it really was Alex Trebek playing the guy. Yeah. It was Alex Trebek and Jesse Ventura, as I recall. Was it Jesse Ventura? Yeah. Those were the two, like, men in black that came to, like, disappear the guy. Yeah. (laughs) The body? I believe so. Maybe I'm way off in my memory. I thought that's what it was. Yeah. You're Are you sure? Me? Fact check me. I could be wrong. I didn't now come with, prepared to talk about this. Are you talking about the governor of Wisconsin? Yeah, I am. Oh, see, you're full of shit because he was the governor of Minnesota. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I, I bet you're one shit. of those people who thinks they're the same state, aren't you? Uh, I do get them confused from time to time. No, so did I. I was actually looking up what... But state um, he was the governor of because I couldn't remember if it was Minnesota or Wisconsin. I I did. I did come up on the um, on the thing here that it was it was Trebek and Ventura. Holy shit! Yeah, that is hilarious. And he was in Predator. He was great in Predator. Um, fuck. I don't know why that was there. That was a revisit. We're way past revisit time. I think what you might have done is put a bunch of stuff that we talked about in our post show that was not recorded. Because yeah. we had actually a rollicking post show. Yeah. Last time we did get a lot into Alex Trebek. Did we? Because I used the, it was the Jeopardy was the sound Yeah, from the little bit we did in the last episode. Yeah. See, look, we're getting bits. We like, get bits. We're getting play. We're going places, man. <laughs> they can't stop us now. My daughter's really into Queen now. Mm, queen. She loves Queen. Did you watch that Key and Peele skit? Sketch I sketch. I haven't had oh, a chance. Okay. I, all right. All right. I just I brought it up. I had a little spare moment, but it was playing a thirty second ad that I couldn't skip. And right, like, and it's just like fuck it. Ah, fuck it. Yeah, yep. exactly. Because who? Why you can't skip a thirty second ad? Come on. All right, but I I have um some visual slash reflective surfaces notes. Okay, let's hear these. All right, so right at the start of the minute, um, we look at we have the three shot of the dude Walter and Donnie. In the background is the front of Hollywood Star Lanes. Hmm. And this is, I mean, it's even in the previous minute a little bit, but you can see it right at like 102.03 to 102.06, basically. That shot. There are cop lights flashing on the facade, if it is a facade, of Hollywood star lanes. Oh, really? Red, white, can see him flashing past. And I think that's because, this may be a bit of a geography note too, but I think it's because if you were to get a bird's eye view of this scene, I don't think 
in reality that the nihilists are actually looking at the physical space that the dude, Donnie, and Walter would be occupying. Okay. Because I think the road, like when the dude, Donnie, and Walter walk out of that door, I think the actual geography of that location is there's a road. I forget what road it's on, but there's a street right there. So I think they may have had to, like, block it off or something. And they had, like, traffic control of some sort. And there's a cop car with its light on. It's like, well, we got to do control. Got to have a light on. And it's flashing. It's sweeping across the building. I had to watch this, like, 12 times to see that as I was waiting for you and drinking another beer. Are you seeing this? I'm unable to see. Look at the building. I I don't have the movie anymore. The hell are you talking about? I just don't have the movie anymore. I have to like re-download it from iTunes and it's not downloaded. I paused the download so it won't screw up our conversation. What the fuck happened? Because I'm on a new computer. <sighs> Disappointed words. So I'm just I'm just going. I, I, I maybe should have gave you this disclaimer ahead of time. I'm just kind of like going to have to go based on your descriptions. Or I, Brad can tell, Dog. I can tell more uh, Dennis DeYoung jokes. Brad Dog. No. Brad Dog. Disappointed words. That's what I say to Wilson. Well, I don't say Brad Dog. I say bad dog. Disappointed words. But I make it sound really disappointed and mean. Right. Disappointed words. Doesn't really matter what you say. He doesn't fucking understand. Well, that blows, man. Um, yeah, there's so that's meaningless. All of these visual notes are gonna not mean it. Well, it's on Netflix. It only means the same thing to me that it does to the listeners because they can't fucking say <laughs> any of this shit either. So I figured it's fine. I'm the odd man out here. So, okay. Anyway, the, yeah, there's cop lights sweeping around, and I figure it's because they did they shot like. The nihilist and the reverse of the nihilists in a different physical space, somewhat. You know, it's still kind of around there, but different physical space. The flames from the car should be, you know, when we see the triumvirate do Donnie Walter, they're doing a light, lighting effect where the light's kind of flickering on their faces. We don't see the flaming car, we just see the light on their faces and it is kind of like flickering a little bit good job motivating the fire when walter tilts his head down you can get a little glimpse in his shades of like probably a, a big scrim like a big butterfly you know like a big piece of diffusion that maybe is in a bit of a shape but it's not it's really this is a dicey one but it's not like moving around and like flickering at all in his glasses. And also, staying with a lighting note, when we see the reverse shot of the nihilists, the car is in the background there, screen left, and it's on fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the background light is kind of flickering, but that's. I'm thinking that's more of an effect. But the car on fire is kind of giving them a backlight, kind of rimming them in on the the their right sides of their faces that's not flickering that's just solid as a rock so that is i'm going to assume a china ball 
Now, now what what is a China ball? And I will say I can actually see it again because I realized I could pull out my phone and look at it on my phone rather easily. So that's what I'm doing now. Oh, there you go. And I have an iPhone 6 Plus for the record. So right. it's pretty big screen. Not most, too bad. The most Tars-esque phone you can get. I would, I, would, I would agree with that assessment. There, I sent you a little uh, a link to a China ball. You can see it in action. Okay. But, but this is like a handheld one. So this is like a really small so version. So it's just, in essence, a giant it's ball. A sphere. A giant a sphere of light. A sphere of light. But they sell massive ones that you hang like 50 feet, 100 feet up in the air. Maybe not 100 feet. So you want to get light, in essence, in all directions. From, from above. From above, yes. From above. And you'd use one of these these things. Nice soft light directly from above. But if you look at the car, like the shadows underneath the car aren't flickering at all. So there's a source directly above the car, motivated pretty well by the fire, but you know, not flickering too much. And right. uh that nice rim light on the nihilists. So yeah, they had to some production value going on in this scene, I guess, is what I'm getting at here. Some well-lit stuff. It's really nice. Yep. Uh, I got another one. Again, the shot of the triumvirate. If you look in the reflection of the car, screen right behind them, you can see traffic. Like cars driving by in the reflection of the one car's windshield. Even though when we have the turnaround of the Nihilus, the reverse shot, there's no road in sight. Like, how would that be reflecting into the windshield of that car? Not a big deal. Just the right, shit you got to right. deal with, you know? Yep. And also... <laughs> well, that's not... A, okay, that's not a reflection in the windshield. What is it? Those are cars going by on a road, like, past that car. I don't think so because it's you can see the reflection on a part of the car that is not the windshield maybe and they seem too low like they're they're way too low no they're right where they should be I don't think imagine when the dude walks away thank you Donnie like that's where those cars are yeah okay I mean I know what you mean he does kind of walk downhill for that um, and it seems, I mean, I don't know what it is exactly that's telling me this, but when I look at it, it just seems that like they're behind, that they're back there, that that's the road those cars are on. Yeah. Okay. I'm coming around. Yeah, I agree. All right. Close the case on that one. <laughs> so at 92... Oh, sorry, one of C. There it is. A good thing I brought out my iPhone six plus. You sh- can you name it case next time you go into iTunes? I never go into iTunes. Just do it once and but just rename I'll do it. it. Well, you can do it from the settings. Oh, okay, do it in there at least. All right, because I already took Tars. Okay, and you don't want to be Kip. I should name mine Kip because I dropped it and it's all fucked up. Oh well. At one hundred two twenty eight. The dude's working his tongue pretty good over into the side of his mouth. I'm not sure what the deal is with that. You know, Walter's kind of giving him the business a little bit. 
just after he says, like, Big Lebowski gave me an empty briefcase, and Walter right. says, I would like my undies back, which he's mm-hmm. equally as concerned about, I would say, as anything else. The dude's got his tongue all worked over into the corner of his mouth. He's just, like, working it around. It's a, some nervous tongue action is what I would call that. Yeah, I would agree. Some nervous, doodly tongue action. Just kind of weird. He does. He's got some weird mouth stuff in this movie. Remember the big black mouth right. holes? Yes. On multiple occasions, he had those. I'm just ripping through them here. I got another one. I like the way they use the camera in this scene, and as it starts to climax, and we get towards. You know, a confrontation. Mm-hmm. The first time we see the Nihilists, we're kind of moving in on them. So it's like growing that anticipation of a, a direct confrontation. And then we see our triumvirate. They're pretty close. And then as the scene goes on, now we're close on the Nihilists, too. So now it's almost like they're equals. And we don't know what's going to happen, who's going to win, because... They're on equal ground. It's like, they're big in the frame now. These guys are big in the frame now. And now everything's coming to a head. Just a little subtle, subtle camera work mm-hmm. there. Just not, I need to give a shout out when shout outs do. Yeah, no, definitely. We've got some audio going on. When we cut back to, every time we cut back to the Nihilists, they put a little like chain clinking sound in there. We never hear it when we're on the dude, Walter and Donnie, but every time we cut back to them, like, like, I don't know, it's like chains hanging off their leather jackets and like the sword dangling in Uli's side. And I feel like Flea's got a little dangler there that's making some noise. Flea's little dangler. <laughs> Let's not forget it. Let's not. How could you? But yeah, it's... <laughs> You know, it's only when they cut back to them. So, you know, Mr. I feel like we should know the sound designer at this point, but fuck it. Good job. Good good job there. And also the sound for the fire, which is mostly sort of like a hiss in the background, like a, not even a hiss, more like a, um, what, what would you, not a, maybe a very, very dull roar. They, it's, it is, um, stereo appropriate. So it's panned left. Okay. And the car is on the left side of the frame. Mm-hmm. So it's stereo appropriate fire noise there. And when they say, we, you know, give us the money you have on you. And Donnie and the dude immediately are kind of like, <sighs> okay, fine. You can, and there's a little like, like dollar bill rubbing you can hear. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is stereo motivated too. Right. Although, and this is, yeah. And this is the minute, right? We find out how much they have in their wallets. Yeah. <laughs> I got Correct? $4, almost five. Mm-hmm. I have $18. Donnie has 18, of course. He's the high roller, man. And I think Walter doesn't want to play this little game in part because he's probably got the most money of all of them. He, that's p- 
probably true. I mean, he's, whether or not he's carrying it or not, he definitely. I think he's probably got two hundred dollars in his wallet. He's yeah, like, you're probably right about. He's that. like, you know what? Because he's got to be prepared for every scenario. Doesn't always succeed, but you know, he eventualities must be considered. And he's not going to give them his two hundred dollars. No. So it's sure partly the principle and partly about the rules, which we should talk about a little bit. But I think also he just doesn't want to give him the couple hundred bucks he has. Yeah, I'll go with that. But still, even though that's true, it really is about the principle, because even if he only had, let's say, 50 cents, he still wouldn't give it. He still wouldn't give it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Um. Yeah, the rules, Brad. The rules. This is not Nam. Well, without a hostage, there is no ransom. That's how a ransom works. Those are the, the fucking the rules. rules. There it is. The rules rear their ugly heads again. <laughs> they do. They really do. He's very big into it, knowing the terms of engagement. Although, brandishing a firearm during lead play is against the rules. He didn't give a shit about that rule too much, did he? does contravene a number of the league's bylaws. But that was in service of the greater rule. Which is? Oh. Enforcing the rules, right? His, right. His to- you know. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah. Hmm. Right. So in that case, he was acting like an enforcer. Almost like a police officer. Granted, no one had deputized him in this capacity. Well, maybe being a member of the League is in part being a deputy. It's kind of like a citizen's arrest. I mean, that's how Walter probably viewed it. Again, it's still contravened a number of the League's bylaws. Which are bylaws, but are bylaws rules? Are, what's the difference between bylaws and laws? For Jesus, instance? Adam, you're going to ask the hard questions. Hey, well, Hard what about this, though? Deserve bullshit answers. Yes. So Smokey said they were going to complain, maybe forfeit the match to them. Just wanted to give the dude fair warning. Uh-huh. Then there's the law saying, you know, we got word that, the you know, a member of your team brandished a firearm during league play. Yet they don't get kicked out. They still moved on to go against Quintana and O'Brien. Right. So, well, maybe that's because a bylaw is a rule or law established by an organization or community to regulate itself as allowed or provided for by some higher authority. The higher authority, generally a legislature or some other government body, establishes the degree of control that the bylaws may exercise. Bylaws may be established by entities such as a business corporation, a neighborhood association, or depending on the jurisdiction, a municipality. So, hmm. you know, the higher body establishes the degree of control that the bylaws may exercise. So maybe Walter was able to say, you are exercising too much, too great a degree of control over league play because Smokey did in fact go over the line and I have witnesses. So maybe he used your very defense and they were like, you're right. I mean, something like that must've happened. Yeah. I mean, they had some sort of, uh, inquiry tribunal, something. Yeah. 
and they got out of it. Yeah, or Smokey didn't get in it. You just mean they got yeah. out of the gun wielding. Right. They got out of the um yeah, they got out of the trouble they were in is what I meant. That's right. What, be but saying, but yeah. the gun wielding is a separate issue from like gun wielding is not the issue here. <laughs> it's playing by the rules and bowling a fair game. Yeah. I'll go with that. We have a double so we have the double no funny stuff. Mm-hmm. We have a double what's mine is mine. And we have a double fuck you ups. <laughs> fuck you ups. <laughs> Which I can't. We fuck you ups. Fuck you ups. We takes the money. We fuck you ups. I just, it's one of those silly, like, it's kind of a cheap shot. Like, oh, look, they're Polish. They're, they speak broken English. You know, it's kind of a cheap shot, but it's still great. Well, Never. again, though the genius is in the fact they added the extra S to the up instead of the fuck or the U. If he said fucks right. you up or fuck you's up, but fuck you ups, there's something about that that's just a little sublime. <laughs> they probably thought of, they probably originally, and I always thought it was fucks you up. We fucks you up. You know? Right. Because that's how they generally do it. Is it? They generally add the S like we wants the money, right? Right, 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 right. Right. We takes the money. We takes the money. But this case, it's kind of like fuck you up is just like the whole phrase is the verb in this case. <laughs> we fuck you ups. I mean, yeah. Ups is the word that is least important, and that's the one <laughs> they put the S on. <laughs> right. Because right. you could just say we fuck you. And the one guy is saying we, we I fuck you later. Right. We fuck you ups. We fuck you up. The whole delivery, yeah, it is good. Peter Stormare. Yep. Yeah, so that's how I've been saying that phrase now. Once I, and it's just a couple of weeks ago when I accidentally went too far and watching it, it's like, fuck you ups. But anyway, they say that twice. They say no funny stuff twice. And Walter says what's mine is mine twice. All in this minute. It's a lot of twices. It's a lot. It's three twices. And I've got three twices. <laughs> Did you My say that weirdly with like a God. little speech impediment? God, what's wrong? <laughs> we need to end this soon. Did you say for the love of God? Did for you, the love of God. Did you say three twice? <laughs> yes, I did. Was that your joke for that? Was that a little bit? I don't know what it was. It just came out. Sweet. I kind of felt like you almost said that. <coughs> yeah, so then I had to say it all the way. Uh, but I'm drunk, drunk, and sun drunk. What's your excuse? Oh, my God. Three I was just three. hanging out all day on the poop deck. <laughs> Next time on Gutter Balls. We fucked you up. Show me oh, what man. you got, nihilist. Thank you.